Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yotis B, it's the sport of episode 270 probably. Um, I've got John with me. Hi, John. Hi, Brandon. Stu? Uh, hey, guys. How's it going? Nice, and I believe we've got our special featured guest, Chicken Finger sixty nine. True. What's up, fuckers? Oh man, it's so good to have you back in the fold, brother. Feels good. It's incredible. Feels right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feels good. Feels right. That's exactly right. Okay, uh, let's get right into some sports talk. I wanted to give our world famous twenty nine point six of the way through the season review for the Minnesota Twins. Um, easily the best of the 29.6 percent of the way through the season reviews we've had in the i don't know we've been doing this for 25 years or so right mm-hmm. yeah Sportive. feels like it yeah so this is it this is the number one this is as good as it's ever been <laughs> it is actually it is by far it's possibly as good as it's ever going to get we've what got we... every mvp candidate on our team what do we do i don't know do, guys pot, keep get, does it work? Guys get hurt and better guys come into the lineup somehow. <laughs> yeah. Who in the entire fuck is Luis Araya? <laughs> right. This is this is what happens to the Dodgers every year. Every mm-hmm, year mm-hmm. somebody yep. gets hurt and the Dodgers bring up Max Muncie or somebody like that and he hits forty five home runs. Mm-hmm. And everyone wonders where they get all of these people. And every year and now the, the deadline, twins are doing it. They trade away their like top seven prospects in the right. farm and you think, Well, the Dodgers are fucked. They'll never call up anybody in the next season they call up Bill Burditzman. And he hits fucking <laughs> one point twelve hundred OPS. And you're like, fucking what? That's us now. The Dodgers of the East is what they say. The Dodgers of the North. Dodgers. Yes, that's yeah. where we are. North, North and Dodgers. East of LA. And it's it's gonna. I mean, they will obviously at some point lose like you know three, four, or five games in a row at some point. But like. 60, 65% of the remaining games are against the AL Central. So, mm-hmm. by default, they're going to win a lot of those games just... I mean, have you seen the AL Central? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. It's, they're going to win, like, 90-plus games. It's, if it's, they go it's 500, crazy. they win 90 games. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. <sighs> I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. No, I... Uh, the, I don't remember what to do. It used to be like this, but I don't remember that life. It's like the life they talk about before kids. Yeah, I don't okay. remember what it was like. 
Oh, yeah. So I'd have to look at pictures. Yeah, and we go like... I don't just remember it. I'm fishing, like I'm holding a fishing... Like, really? I did that? That sounds pretty awesome. In the boat by yourself. <laughs> You're not holding three Holding a beer? Bags. Yeah, I'm not putting worms on eight different lines. I'm just holding a beer. Yeah. Big smile on my face. Relaxed. This is, yeah. Yeah, Weird. it's... I, I, okay, so if they go 500, they'll hit, they'll win 90 games. Is that what I heard? Yeah, that's I think so. what I heard. Yeah, from from noted optimist Aaron Gleeman, he posted <laughs> that today. He's optimistic. Old sunny side of the street, Gleeman. Gleeman's optimistic. This is all Mike. uncharted waters, and not without reason. Aaron's entire shtick is going through statistically proving that. Even if the twins seem like they're good right now, they're bad. Mm-hmm. That's that's what he does. He, he's, he's only Mr. been right one hundred percent of the time. <laughs> he's been right every time, and even he <laughs> is optimistic and happy. And I don't know what to do. It's so weird. Hmm. Feels it feels sustainable too. Yeah. Some of the guys no, but overall, it's like oh yeah, they're all just like really good, and yeah. they also not suck, all, so this makes sense. They're not fluky one run lo- wins. I mean, they're not getting a bunch of like you know no, they're they're just nope. beating the hell out of people. No, it's like well, and then you see so like Garver gets hurt, and you say to yourself, well, there you go, there it is. All right, well, there, I was wondering what how this was going to work out, and now I okay, now I see how they're gonna how they're gonna shit the bed. No, Castro comes in like next game, hits just a. Gigantic bomb. You're like, what? What? And then, you know, then Cruz gets hurt. You're like, oh, okay, okay. Now I see how it's okay. Now those top two guys. There we go. No, no, didn't didn't miss a beat. Offense is just chugging along. What the actual fuck yep. is going on? It, it makes sense. Cruz gets hurt. Sano's coming back. Everyone thinks, well, Sano. <laughs> Who knows what he's going to do? He hits like four doubles in his first game. <laughs> he's hit three home runs, I think, since he came back three days ago. Something like that. Uh, I I don't get it. And the, I mean, we, uh, the pitching, the pitching's good. <laughs> or at least I gotta I gotta tell you, we've from day one we've been complaining about the Twins bullpen, and. Left unsaid was the assumption that the Twins' terrible bullpen was going to come into play because their starting rotation wasn't quite good enough to cover up the mm-hmm. back end of mm-hmm. their bullpen that wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. I never, for once, for one moment, for one second, for any amount of any small slice of time considered that the Twins' starting rotation might combined to put together 45 consecutive quality starts. Never crossed my mind. Th- it was never, thereby no. taking the terrible bullpen out of the picture. You guys have been hating on Jake Odorizzi for way too long. <laughs> he showed you. I believed in him. I've always been a believer in Jake Odorizzi. Why didn't you pick old Why didn't you pick old Marty Perez? Why, why didn't you pick, why'd you pick Odorizzi? Why, why, why Always been a believer in Perez. <laughs> Always been a huge believer in Perez. Both of them. Did you guys? Did you guys follow baseball enough to know how big Michael Pineda was? By the way, I had no idea he was that big. 
He's like a tight end. No, he is. He's a huge a man. building. <laughs> just the biggest. Antonio guy. Gates on the mound. David Boston playing for the Chargers. <laughs> just huge. I know. And my my actual point about him is that, like in previous years, um, he he would have been we would have been like, oh, he's pretty good. He's going five innings, only giving up three earned runs, and we're all kind of like, God, if he was pitching good, they could they'd only be losing like five games all year. And he's like, I, right? He's been okay. He's been okay. He's definitely not. He's been the weakest mm. of the five starters, yeah, by far. But in previous years, we'd be like, we should probably extend that guy. He's going to be really good next year when he's he, three years removed from Tommy John. I don't necessarily right. blame him for his control problems that he's struggling with. In that, when you look at the baseball in his hand. If I asked you to throw like a pebble sixty feet six inches, yeah. you couldn't and, and hit this particular spot. You couldn't do it. The right. ball he could wrap his fingers around a ball like five times. Like just it's, look at the baseball in his hand. It, it's it is like ridiculous looking. It is See like what those, kind of spin rate you'd get on like a gumball. Promoted pictures on you know some social media like. 28 pictures you can't unsee and it's the baseball in Pineda's hand that's what it reminds me if you just really focus on it it's mesmerizing in a way I don't blame him for not being able to throw that little tiny ball that far although when he throws the home plate's like 17 feet away by the time he lets go of the ball it's almost like yeah. just putting an apple into your grocery he, basket. Yeah. He's tickling the top of their helmet. His pitching hand could high-five, like, Astadio's mask by the time he's done with his <laughs> Snap it like a cartoon. Yep. Anyways. Well, mm-hmm. good times. Good times at Sport of HQ. That's for it sure. It is. Uh, should we get into our bros and turds check-in? We should. I think that's all we should do the <laughs> nope. entire episode. Not interested. The entire Rest of the season. I have zero interest. My phone is. I think is it's a great down. idea. I'm just glad. Let's go. I'm, going I'm just glad tunnel. to have one good pick out of three. That's really all I'm happy about. <laughs> That's true. All right, so we're gonna start in uh, in the order that it, these were given to me. We're gonna start with me. Uh, my bro was one Nelson Cruz. Okay, Brandon. Just should we please please quick ex- quickly explain what bros, turds, and wins are? Just just a brief explanation, just in case. Like it's not, nobody's new. It's not happening. We, but just in case there's somebody new. Well, you've been gone for a long time, so I completely I may understand have even forgotten. you've forgotten yeah. what the actual point Please. is. At yes. the beginning of every season of every single professional sport, we all decide we have one bro for the year, prediction of someone who's going to be great, and one turd, prediction who's of someone be who's not going to be great. Better than expectations, right? So your bro can't be – you can't pick – um, Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Mike Trout as yeah. a bro is unfair. No, nope. um, and it's got to be a twin. Uh, it's got to be the local professional team, and it's got to be exceeding team. expectations. Yep. That's the standards. Okay. Yep. And then turd is the opposite end, of course. Uh, yep. And then we also give our wins prediction. So bros, turds, and wins. It's a famous bit that we've been doing for again uh, twenty six, twenty seven years. Mm-hmm. So this year, uh, my bro was Nelson Cruz. Which felt like a good, fair um, thing to do. Not fair. Um, I no, got no. a little bit of heat, if Lots you will, of heat. from Chicken Fingers. Lots of heat. Uh, Not fair. Lots of heat. 
It was too hot. Too hot. Um, but I stuck with it. I stuck with my guns, and I think I had he had to have a really good season, like a really good season, because he's been really good. So, yeah. Um, so far, he has been good. Yeah. Um, Pretty good. Bonus argues uh, been good. He's just been a little before hurt. the injury. Bonus was arguing that he was the MVP of the team. Yeah, I would he's say that's point five WAR. But he so. can't if he's not on the field. He can't help the ball club. That's an old baseball saying. That's if he's not on the field. Can't help the ball club. Chicken, so, chicken, chicken knows the game. He's like ninth in war on our offense, which again, he can't be blamed for welcome to Marwin all of a sudden being good <laughs> and uh, Jason Castro being like the new Mickey Mantle. Like he can't affect that, but he has a 0.5 war. So I give myself like a. Uh, you guys want to. How's that? What's the grade? C plus? B minus? I'll go B minus. Hmm. I'll go B minus. He's. It's a B minus. Thank you, Stu. We'll move on to my, my uh, curve, <laughs> which I uh, one grade to be B minus. Uh, That's a grade they don't like to hand out. It's, yeah, it's no. hard grade to get. Stu doesn't hand out B uh, minuses. So I, I I think this is, has to be a typo because I don't really think I actually said this, but the numbers here uh, say that my uh, turd was one Marty Perez. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> And, oh. and recall, when you picked him, we said, look, no, you can't pick Jason Purdy as your turd. There's standards. You have to establish what those turd standards are. And you were right. basically what you said is he will be essentially the worst pitcher in Major League Baseball and off the roster by June roster. or some ridiculous, almost astronomically bad Heard standard you set for him historically bad is what yeah. we're looking at here, and we all shrugged yeah. and went, "Okay, yeah, we can see, we can squint and see that happening." It wasn't out of the realm of possible. It was far more likely than what's actually happened. Yeah, I mean, in order for him to be off the roster in like two weeks, I'm going to have to plant some drugs on him. It's the only <laughs> way because he's like third in Cy Young at this point. He's amazing. He, I have um, no idea how this happened. Yeah, he and Odorizzi have combined for 106 innings and a 2.63 ERA. Thanks, Aaron Gleeman. Thanks for letting me know that because that's that's who told me that. But yeah, that's oh, he's, that's he's good. crazy. Yeah, that's that's unbelievable. Brandon, you're not getting you're not getting a B minus for that one, Brandon. You are not going to get a B minus for that you, one. No, no. If no. you before the season had said to me, "All right, I'm going to take Jake Odorizzi and I'm going to take Martin Perez, and you can pick." the best 106 innings they have all season. From all the innings they pick, you can pick the top 106. And I'm going to give you an over-under of 2.63 on their ERA. I would have said over. No question. Absolutely All of my money over. on the over. Yes. Every single dollar round. Yes. It's been bad. And he somehow developed a cutter, like, fucking around in the bullpen with <laughs> some other, like, Blake Parker. And he tried it twice and was like, bah, I'm going to try it in the game. And now he's got a 2.6 ERA. That is, I don't know. Do people understand how remarkable that is? A guy that's pitched his so. entire life just within a few months picking up and implementing. Not just picking it up. Not They F around with pitches all the time. Every guy out there tries a knuckleball. Every guy. Yep. If you're seven years old, you're throwing a fucking knuckleball. They all, every, everybody does it. This is implementing it into a major league baseball game. That's it's unheard of. 
Yeah. Imagine if We're, some dude at like 36 years old in the NBA all of a sudden started hitting threes and was like, I had just never tried them. <laughs> Turns out I'm great at it. It's like, no, they work on this shit all day long. It's all the, all they do. And for some weird reason, he tried some different grip. And it's, but it's also one of those things that might be kind of fleeting. Like he'll just lose something with it and, and we'll see. But man, it's been good so far. So I'll give myself a B minus on that as well. So I got that a B minus and a B minus. The biggest <laughs> F that is. It is. Well, Wait, because we're moving on Thomas? to John. It would be in. The remarkable thing is it'd be in the running for the. Not in the running. It would be hands down the worst turd prediction in the history of this podcast. If it wasn't for John's chapter prediction, that's we don't. The only thing that, we don't need to that, talk about what I said, and if the we only do, thing I'd that like keeps it statement. off the board from being the the worst turd pick in the history of the world is John's somehow coming out of the blue and being even worse. Unbel- off the top rope, somehow got worse than me. So we'll. So real quickly, I ended up with eighty six, or I um, predicted eighty six wins. So I'll take that. Not going to be right, but close. So let's move on to John. Uh, (laughs) I just want to say before we get started on this, that Uh part of what we do on this podcast is a lot of defending the indefensible. Whatever we said, we defend. We ain't apologizing. I'm waiting waiting for this. How are you going to defend That's what we say all the time. And I just want to say right now from the top that there's no defending my <laughs> shoot there's no defending my turd pick and I was this is coming from him. a guy who on this podcast for 11 consecutive years picked joe mauer to hit an increasing <laughs> number of home runs every year it started with like i think joe mauer is going to hit 20 home runs and by the end i was predicting joe mauer to lead the league in home runs just because <laughs> i wanted him to hit so many home runs yeah. and i defended all of those picks every time but there's no defending it because I, I picked Jorge Polanco, league MVP. Jorge Polanco is my turd. <laughs> He's, he might be a league MVP. He picked he him legitimately, as a turd. I, there's a strong argument that he is the most valuable player in all of the votes. major leagues. So there's far no doubt season. about that. That's not an argument. Right now, season I have to say, today, uh, he'd get votes. Uh, a guy with a 1,000 OPS playing shortstop. Yeah, he's going to get a couple of votes. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. John, just no. Nope, I don't think so. Not for it's, me. I don't like shortstops who can mash. Oh, my God. Just it absolutely rake. Every game. It's, he's got 2.4 war already. That's like a good season. <laughs> I just, <laughs> Nick Puto didn't have 2.4 for his career. No way. <laughs> Oh, Brandon, you have it's to be doing fucking backflips so that good. he's taking so much heat off of you. you. That's all we would, every day, that's all I would no do all cares. day long is just <laughs> just tweet you about Perez. That's all I would do. Oh. And, and my instead, John goes, no, look over here. Look at what I did. Look over here. No, everybody look over here at what I did and what I said. Yeah, I'm the, I'm your kid that's like failing out of school, and John's your kid that's like getting arrested for like right. bomb threats. <laughs> it's like just fail out of school. That's already impressive. Yeah. Oh man! But you also backed it up by somehow choosing your bro as Williams Astudio, who everyone is. He was a cult hero when the season started, and yep. everyone thought he might be the only good thing about the Twins for a while. He's legitimately been forgotten because everybody else is so amazing. 
that it's sort of like, oh yeah, we have Astidia too. Yeah, he's he's fun, I guess. Um, Gets on base. We're not not really interested in Williams, <laughs> and he's legitimately been struggling for a month. Yeah, yeah, it's been a tough month for him. He doesn't play a ton either. So, well, I mean, when you have Mitch Garver doing God knows what, I the famous the Mitch famous Garver, Mitch a Garver, seven forty seven slugging percentage. <laughs> Just, <laughs> and then when he's not playing, Jason Castro hits the ball 500 feet. I, I, I six. I, it's, it's inexplicable. 600 slugging percentage from Castro. It's inexplicable. <laughs> the catchers are the the Twins catchers are Barry fucking Bonds combined. Yep. What? Where did this? What? Where did this come from? Incredible. Just I don't know. So John, you get a the other you get a the other thing F&F. about the Twins catchers. I just want to mention this for a second. There was a lot of talk in the offseason about how the Twins had guys working with Garver on his catching and on his pitch framing, and for some reason, I thought that this pitch framing work would be a lot of very subtle ways to sort of set up in the zone to give the ump a better look. And I'm going to catch the pitch here, but I'm going to roll my glove a little bit. As it turns out, what pitch framing is, is wherever the ball goes, you just pull it back to the middle of the zone and dare Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. You're, you're an idiot. Yeah. I had ridiculous. no idea that was pitch framing, and it works an amazing amount. That these umps are, have mental issues, because it works, and it's, did, did you not see him take the ball from the dirt and then lift his glove up? What were you looking at? Did you not see that? I saw yeah. it. I'm laying on my couch. You're, you're Do- two feet away. Do umpires stand over the catcher and just look at their glove? Maybe it's blocked through, like the body blocks them. I don't. I don't know. I guess they were always behind me. I don't really know what they're up to back there. It it ties into one of our overarching theories that we've discussed a lot in all two hundred seventy something episodes of the sportive. All umpires should be in jail. There's, there's the no. Worst. There's no way they're around criminals. It. They're they're walking and, criminals somehow able to just walk among us. It's disgusting. Furthermore, to get back to the Mitch Garber working on pitch framing, if working on pitch framing in the off season helps you become that good of a hitter, then I want everybody working on pitch framing. Eddie yeah. Rosario, I don't care if you even catch yeah. Miguel Sano, you're working on pitch framing. Pitch framing. Yeah, oh, yeah, play. Pull it into the middle. <laughs> get back here. You're every minor leaguer, every position. It fucking pitchers. I don't care. You may never hit all season. Pitch framing. Get down here. Get your crowd. I'm going to start working on pitch framing. Why not? <laughs> Take a knee, Nick Gordon. Let's see it. John, what are you doing in the backyard? I'm working on pitch, pitch framing. framing. Hey, I got a raise at work and my kids coming. behave now. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, John, also you... Uh, predicted 82 wins, so you suck there as well. So there you go. I predicted a winning record. That's the best out of my predictions. Ugh. Yep. So F, F, D minus. Chicken fingers, we're on to you. Your bro was one Taylor Rogers. Good pick. Pretty good. He's been, he's been very good. 2.25 FIP, as they say. 1.3 mm-hmm. ERA. So mm-hmm. that's good. That's good. And then you were the uh, turd on the nope. punch bowl there for the first month because you're what's, turd. What's his grade? You get, you oh, get, what, grade. Uh, I'm going to give Taylor Rogers a B, B, A minus. Yep, that's where I was going to go. I'll take it. 
Best right. grade I've ever had got in my life. I'm in. Yeah. Okay. And you were a turd about the turd, but it is Willian's Astadio, and he has mm-hmm. been a bit of a turd. I still, God, I'm still sad that you did that. Oh, I don't, um, I don't, yeah, you're going to have to. You're not here to make friends. My, no, my, yeah, the amount that I care about your feelings is is about as low as his OPS. Yikes. Well, I'm going to give that one probably just a, a solid, I'm going to give it a B. Yep, that works. Hmm. Give it a B. Just a B. Yeah. I mean, he's not been awful. He's got like a 720 OPS. That's but his, decent. So the cult status has already been gone in two months? Yeah, oh, yeah. The shine, the shine's been dulled. Would you have expected that? Does that not play into the grade? It doesn't play. It plays into the grade zero amount. I don't care about Why? feelings. Why? What? You just... I. You're my hero. You don't care about feelings. I don't care about feelings. They don't matter. But All that's, that that's not about the feelings. Number. The shine is part of his value. Well, uh, your turd, then, if, if, if the cult status has been knocked down in a negative way, he still is a bright light in our world. Um, so I could actually bring you down a little mm. bit lower because he no, remains. No, it doesn't. Pod, what the kind of circular goddamn logic was that that you just tried to pull? What the? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even returning no, back. You don't want to return serve? No, Probably what? not worth it. If I've had sh- a lot of beers. That's not worth it. I don't even know. That's, I'm not even know where to start. All right, and you also Whatever, guessed, uh, you guessed 80 wins. So just <coughs> as usual, you didn't trust, you've never trusted the boy geniuses from Mm-mm. day one, Mm-mm. and the chickens are coming home to roost, sir. They, are, well, they haven't won 80 they games yet. Roosting. But, no, they haven't won 80 games yet, so I'm not, it, they, I would say that's an incomplete, I-N-C dot. I-N-C dot. Um, okay, so you're going to, the next thing on our agenda here was going to be your, Apologies. So we'll just wait on that then. Oh, I didn't think that ain't happening. <laughs> we'll wait on that. No. Incomplete. All right. Incomplete. So you got an A minus. Under protest B. B. And uh, under protest B. And uh, under protest in the opposite way, incomplete. Because I think that's probably a D plus. So let's move on to Stu. Oh, hey, guys. Your bro. What? Hello. Uh, hello. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, your bro is Max Kepler. That was, was a little surprising I, to me. I didn't think you'd go there. I I was gonna. It was a coin flip between him and um, someone we haven't talked. We're on the twenty fifth, twenty sixth minute of the podcast. All about the twins. We haven't said the words CJ Crone yet. Who hits? No. The hardest home runs on the team that like hurt people when they <laughs> land, and that was going to be the. I was, but I figured Kepler had a better chance of being a better asset defensively, so that's why I went with Kepler. You, you don't get been, any credit okay. for somebody you were maybe going to pick. You don't. That's not. Nope. I I was going to buy Apple nope. stock. That doesn't. No. <laughs> no. No. It's, you can't no. retire early on. That's going right. to buy Apple stock. No. Well said. Kepler's been okay, but he's well, been nothing, you know, he's been okay. I'm going to be interested in Broxy's grade here. Yep. Proctor? What What are you going to give him? 
Hmm. I am giving the Max Kepler Bro grade a B. Hmm. A B. I'll take it. I'm surprised. He's got a one war. Yeah. decent. I think it's fair. Okay. I'll take it. I mean... He's not as fun to watch as the other guys, but again, no. we can't all be Mitch Garver. He's still got an 800 OPS. Oh, he's no CJ Crone. Don't get me wrong. Oh, no. No, of course not. Uh, all right, so let's move on now. Uh, your turd, Miguel Sano. Um, the early, Miguel Sano. The early returns are not promising for this pick. <laughs> they are, uh, I mean, he's well, struck I out a, he, he has struck out a lot, but... Who gives a he shit? He struck True. out thirty nine percent of his at bats. How many at bats has he had? Nine. Twenty three. Yeah, well, that's see the whole like, the listeners should understand that when you picked the turd, you knew that Sano was going to be out for two months. Yeah. So I would say this this borders on incomplete. Also, this is an incomplete. But but Stu's right. It's the returns. He does have a almost six hundred slugging percentage. <laughs> and the exit polls are not. Not promising right now. What's his WPA? No, I wouldn't, yeah. his, that's got to be pretty high, too, with that home run he hit the other night. Uh, I don't... Let me see here. Duh. Hold on. WPA. Not finding it on Fangraphs. I'm not going to look it up on Baseball Fair Reference. That's fine. I'm going to go with uh, medium. <laughs> medium W. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Show me medium. Show me medium. <laughs> Show me medium. I wish it was one of those Japanese game shows that where they like throw you into boiling acid. <laughs> <laughs> into the crocodile pit. <laughs> I just didn't. I didn't know what WPA is. What, what this the? is. <laughs> Uh, I did a control F. It didn't come up. Jesus. <laughs> Overreaction. All right. So Stu's grades are B, uh, a wins face incomplete, and you have 89 wins. So that's looking pretty good. Pretty solid. Yeah. The the one thing wrong about that, I think I added that they would lose in the wild card round of the Red Sox. Oh, um, that ain't. They're, yeah. they're not going to be. Hmm. They're not playing the Red Sox in the wild card round. I can. Hmm. They may weird. end up in the. They may uh, they may end up in the wild card yet, but they sure shit ain't playing the Red Sox. God, I don't see that happen. But yeah, no I... Red Sox. Yeah, hmm. I underestimated the Twins in my one loss, and I had we by far did. the most optimistic prediction. Yep. Yeah. So John and I are are battling for third place in this one. It's a tough one. Chicken. I think chicken's comfortable. Chicken chicken's chicken's got a, about a four game lead right now. I would say so. Yeah, the only problem is that 80-win thing is hanging out there. Yeah. You've got nine-game difference yeah. in your prediction. Yeah, but if we all under-predict it, then it's... And and, nope. and nope. furthermore, your two turd selections should weigh so heavily. The thumb on the scale of justice should be so heavy. <laughs> Because of your astronomically <laughs> poor turd picks, that by comparison, by r- just 
relevance to your just relevant to your turd selection, Stu and I, that you're already out of it. You're you and John I, you have been contracted mid season. Marty Perez could turn into ninety nine no, it's, Pedro. No, he that could still I, would not what negate would it the take fact for that him you, sir, to, are nine wins away from Stu's prediction and wins. What would it take for him I'm trying to think of like a a local icon he would have to besmirch like Jack Jablonski. Like he would have, like who would like, <laughs> he'd have to go after somebody like that. And all of us would have to be like, that's the what are you doing, Marty? Why are you picking on this poor kid, you piece of shit? Why are you defacing <laughs> the Mary Tyler Moore statue <laughs> for no reason? Does it make sense? That's the level of thing he'd have to do to turn into a turd compared to where he's at right now. The baseball thing is already irrelevant. It'd have to be something at that level. John and I are each going to have a turd representing the Twins at the All-Star game. It's not good. It's not not good. They should make you throw out the first pitch while announcing (laughs) what you did to these two. That's your penance. It wouldn't be fun. It wouldn't even be fun. You'd finally get to throw out a first pitch at a Major League Baseball game. At the All-Star game. And the crowd, it w- it wouldn't be fun. Polanco's in the home run derby, but makes me throw all my best pitches and still win. <laughs> God damn it! You're just chucking sliders, and he's just four seventy. <laughs> Here's my best changeup, six hundred feet. Fuck. Uh, he switches mid pitch. He just just jumps over to the other side. One hand. All right, give me a fungo. Fuck it. It's bad. It's bad, guys. Yeah, you're out. Okay, of and through all of that, uh, we still have not mentioned Byron Buxton. Still alive. Oh God! Somehow, thirty percent of the way through the season, he's unbelievable. None of us got to choose him for bro because he's too good to begin with. Oh man, that, that, slugging's around five hundred. That grand slam on Saturday oh. night, just oh God, that was fun. Yes. he just destroyed that pitch and. I sent a very excited email to our mutual podcast friend Josh. Just I, 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 I think I proposed marriage. It was it was <laughs> I to Josh. I, yeah, well, yeah, he's already married. Josh. So are you? Oh well, yes, yes. <laughs> um, and it, he's. I mean, and um, no, we all get excited. I I did talk to John Bonus off mic because I have famous friends, and um, we. I, he was who I had even over Polanco. I had him as the team MVP just because of the defensive, you know, plus that he adds in the outfield. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I and I I don't know that I still think that just because Polanco is just a wrecking ball, um, playing at shortstop. But man, it's just he's such an asset when he's just hitting any anywhere above like two thirty because nothing. Nothing drops. It's he's. I, I love him, guys. I love him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love you, and I love we him. I do. <laughs> Are you gonna propose to us now, too? Yes, yes, I am. Anyone? Sorry. <laughs> the moment got the best of me. I haven't, I haven't been on this podcast in six fucking weeks, guys. Come on. <laughs> it has been a while. Yeah. All right, well, that's our Twins 29.6% of the way through the season review. Anybody else have any other parting 
questions, nah, that's thoughts, good. concerns, nah, Minnesota that's Twins. Good. They feel like, yeah, obviously Mitch Garver, Jason Castro are going to come back to earth soon. Polanco probably a little bit, but man, summer's so much better mm-hmm. with these guys. Mm-hmm. Summer's all looking right. up. Could be a yep. nice summer. Could be a nice one. Let's bring up all the other sports right, to bring topic. us back down to fucking earth. Topic two, uh, I think it's really important that we give an early report card for one Gilda Radner, the new uh, head boss over at the uh, Target Center, our beloved Minnesota report Timberwolves. Report card, really? How many decisions has he made? I know he's made one right. one relatively large decision, but what are we grading him on? Okay, here's what uh, he's done so, so far. far. He <laughs> has hired a coach. Who... Who's already? I mean, all that demonstrates so far is that he has the ability to follow directions given to him by the guy who signs his paycheck. (laughs) He has correctly follow his orders, which was to hire Ryan Saunders full time. Right. Uh, That's number one. He um, is not Tom Thibodeau Hmm. at all. (laughs) Solid A and not me. Thibodeau liked Tom Thibodeau when he was hired and defended him for. Month, years on this podcast. Years? Mm-hmm. It's possible. Okay, that's number two. That's a good one for him. Uh, three, he successfully went to a press conference <laughs> announcing his hiring. <laughs> he was on time. <laughs> he had a nice double Windsor knot in his tie. Uh, and uh, the fourth thing he's done is he successfully fell back only one spot in the lottery. <laughs> so that's it. That's all Gilda Radner's done so far. So I'm going to say A, maybe A minus. It's pretty there good. Is, there is one thing I want to talk about with Gilda Radner that we didn't talk about when he was hired, mm-hmm. which was something that gets mentioned in his bio is that he was briefly a high school basketball coach. Oh, I like he this. Was sort of I a, know where you're going with this. He, he was sort of an intern with the Rockets, and he wanted to get into basketball ops, and so they told him to go work in the video department and break down tapes, so he did that, and then they told him he really needed some coaching experience. So he went out and got an assistant coach job at a high school in Houston, and there was an article, and I forget which article it was, that mentioned which school this was. And it jogged my memory. Mm. And I looked it up, and I was astonished to discover that my worst fear When you fear say it, you got to say it like Dave Stern. <laughs> that the, the one year that Gilda Radner was a high school basketball coach, he coached... I'm going to try to do the David's turn. Duty Eby. Duty Eby. <laughs> of all, there were many low points and are an ongoing number of low points in the Timberwolves franchise. Yeah. But coming on the heels of losing their first round pick two years in a row for signing the fourth best player on the team to an illegal contract for reasons that escape logical people even now. Coming on the heels of that, yeah, they drafted a guy that the commissioner couldn't even pronounce his name because he had no idea that anyone would take this player. And Gildner Radner was involved in that. 
That <sighs> oh no. He he wasn't an innocent bystander. He was no. right in the thick of it. Brandon, does that and play I'm into the grade? Worried. Duty E B. Duty E B. Let's see here. How how was this his fault? He made Duty E B better. He coached him up. Do we love that, don't we? He actually was really terrible. You want to love this guy so bad. You gave him points for a double wins or not. But Duty Eby, no, that's a bridge too far. Coached him up. You love coaching people up. That's like oh, your God, favorite you thing about Zim. Guy. Old Zim Dog coaches him up. You want this guy. <laughs> You're comparing Gilder Adder to a guy that's been in the NFL for fucking 40 years. He's been coach Zimmer has been was like when when Gilda Radner was born, Zimmer was like on his ninth defensive coordinator job. <laughs> <laughs> and Gilda Radner was the assistant coach at a suburban Houston high school. Yep. Yep. Found That's some success. Mike Zimmer, coach NFL coach yep. forty years. Same deal. Gilda Radner, assistant coach, Houston High School. That sounds like a Kenny Powers like job. That's like an eastbound in town subplot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Parole, yeah, some probation. The other thing requirement. The other thing that has surprised me is that through all of the coverage of Gilda Radner's hiring, this wasn't in the second sentence of every article about it. Why? Yes. Why did why did it take John Marthaler uncovering this and not like Krasinski or whatever that guy's name is? It was what? reported somewhere by one of the Oh, I'm guys. sure it was mentioned, but it was not mentioned nearly high enough. No, yeah, this it was, is it the leads, lead has been. Buried. This is Diana fucking Pierce should be leading <laughs> 10 p.m. news. Is she still on? Anyway, we'll get to Russia on it. We'll get to Russia. Who's telling? Yeah, the Russia should be doing that. Yeah, yep. I mean, every, at this point, yeah. every article that is written about him should mention it, like Gilda Radner, comma the man who coached Dude Evie in high school, <laughs> comma. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> now, um, John- it's like when you win an Oscar for the rest of your life, you're Oscar winning whatever. Exactly. He's Oscar winner. In yeah. duty EB coaching, that's like the. Yeah. Okay, Brandon, I need you to step aside a little bit here. This is a question for John and Chicken Fingers. Thank oh, you. wow. And we're talking basketball? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. This is an odd move. Would you say, do you, does it sound to you, and does it sound like Brandon's being a little light on Gilda Radner? Like he's like. Little kid glove treatment. Something is up. Did you know? There's no doubt. He... Did you know? Oh, I'm ready. That the Timberwolves are looking at their GM, and they're targeting Sashin Gupta, who is the man who did the trades for Sam Hinkie in Philadelphia. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Still? No. This is absolutely true. Not. I'm, I am beaming right now. It's true. This is the, the rumors are true. The source, the source on this is Paul Allen from KFan. Wait. Um, Stu, who was the name? What was the name of the guy that was like the shaman or whatever for the Beatles uh, back in the six? What was, was his Ravi name? Shankar, I believe. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, that's not this different guy. Different guy. Different guy. This is a different guy different than that. Guy. Maybe it might be. Okay. We don't. Could be the same guy. Hmm. Are we sure? Pretty sure. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't put anything past Rob because that would make me feel better. Like eighty-five years old, so I mean, yeah, sounds like he's a superhuman to me. He might be an amazing guy at trades as well. So, yeah, so, so, what are you telling me, Stu? Is that the Wolves have not only hired Daryl Morey's right-hand man from Houston, yes, but are thinking about hiring Sachin Tendulkar, the right-hand man of San Hinky. Yes. Brandon, exactly. there's no point in doing the six to midnight scale. What's on beyond midnight? <laughs> for Brandon. I mean, you have to go see a doctor. Right. <laughs> What's Washington Monument? <laughs> More yeah. than four hours it's... is where we're at right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been on hold for quite some time. I don't know if well, it's true or so not. That can't. Oh, no. His Honestly, his two biggest decisions would be Ryan, hiring Ryan Saunders and hiring Sam Hinkie's right-hand man. Oh, man. Oh, no. He's, oh, no. Gilda. I, look, you guys, I just want this team to be good for you. It's so hard for you two, you three. I... Oh, what a disaster. This is good. Ryan Saunders it... is a good hire. Sachin Gupta is a good hire. Gilda Radner is a good hire. Things are looking up. Things are looking more up Why for the Wolves Ryan... than they have forever. <clears throat> elevator speech time. You got, you have, fine. How about a big, long elevator? You have a minute and a half. I'm, I'm looking at the time yep. to convince me why Ryan Saunders is a good hire. And okay. it starts right now. Been around basketball his whole life. Hard as hell worker. The players love him. And he is very willing to okay, take direction pause, from his stop. boss. Stop. Okay, it's been 11 seconds, and I'm going to pause it right now. Everything I'm, you've I'm said so far is is also true of the um, student manager of our local high school. Basketball. I was going to go janitor, but yep. <laughs> that's a fair yeah. hard worker always around basketball, basketball. His whole hard worker everybody loves him knows how to operate that machine that pulls out the bleachers before the games <laughs> I thought that maybe you'd okay Carl Anthony Towns get, loves no, I, playing for him oh, can't also right, be the so he's a pushover so he's a pushover and he, I, what I'm looking for is like been successful doing the job we're asking him to do at some level, any level. No. Sustained success. Sustained success, he's 32 years old. None of us has have, have had That's, sustained okay. success that That's, young. Oh, then don't hire a 32-year-old. Yeah, I mean, I would be fine with another. I mean, there's like other coaches out there that are for sure more qualified than him. I'm not saying the Ryan Saunders is a slam dunk by any means, but that's the... If, for the people who hire them, that's the reason that they're hiring him. The players responded well to him. 
They seemed to play well at the end. Lots of guys were injured. They were what, what was their record under him last season? Oh, I have no idea. Was it above 500? Uh, I I don't know. Maybe. But they had... Uh, well, we're getting into the weeds here. They had Covington was That's injured. That's not in the weeds. Simply well. asking, did they make any significant additions this offseason that I'm not aware of? Um, no. There's no way they were better than 500 with him last season. There's no way. There's no way. And they didn't make any changes. I don't think he got any better at coaching over the last three months. Why? What is so? The players are are the same. The coach is the same. Free agency has the draft and free agency haven't even started yet. We have no idea what their team will look like next year. So you're expecting uh, overhaul with Sasha and Gupta. You're goddamn right. I'm expecting an overhaul. (laughs) Five, six, seven, maybe fifteen trades are going to happen. We're going to end up with I don't know seventy five second round picks. It's going to be glorious. <laughs> oh, boy. We are going to be up to our ears in second-round picks, boys. Things are looking up. Um, oh, no, I'm not he, saying Ryan Saunders. I'm not the person defending the Ryan Saunders hire. It's legitimately the only thing he's done. So my early report card was, of course, a bit because he hasn't done one thing so far besides that. Okay. Good. Well, that makes, that makes me feel better. That is just a bit. I do like, though, that your that you are on the they-need-to-trade-Andrew-Wiggins-or-nothing-else-matters train. I've seen you working out there on, on Twitter.com. It's impressive. You've seen, you've seen what I'm... You like that? You're working. You get it. You get it. I like it. That's it, right? That's like it. What, That's the key. They Nothing could, matters. They could do a fucking ropes course or whatever that Randball's selling here that you know the camaraderie is going to be better. Sure. Trust falls. Um, trust fall. Trust, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um Tuesday night poker night. Oh yeah, yeah. At, spaghetti uh, dinner day before the game. Maybe like a new at, captain yeah. for every game. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, super cool. I, Madden tournament. Oh, uh, Saturday nights. And none of I it matters when the guy getting forty million dollars a year is actually you're worse when he's on the court. Not like only a little bit better, but you're like actually worse. Yeah, none, none of it matters unless they get rid of him or just legitimately bench him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Well, that makes me feel better. I, I really only did it to tease Randball, but that it also has you were right. merit. It's actually you know factually true. I never care about that stuff, the factually true. Oh, no. I'll just argue yeah, it no. anyways. That doesn't yeah. make any difference to me. But that it's only it's a bonus. It's gravy that it's factually true. Good. Gilda Radner was on the Rockets when they made some pretty crazy trades for Harden and Paul. Um, so hopefully he's got the stones to go make something happen. It's not going to be easy, but uh, we'll see. Have they ever made the? Have they ever won the uh, championship with when he was there? Um, well, they won in 1995 when he was one year old, so probably yeah. not. Have they ever? Did they ever make it to the conference finals? Yeah, a few times. A few times conference finals. Has he ever worked for any organization that's even been to a been to a title game? Yeah, he worked for the titles. Dallas Mavericks one time for one morning, and then he quit in the afternoon, like a temp. And then, so does that count? 
Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, he was the Dallas Mavericks GM for three months, and then he decided he couldn't work with Mark Cuban, so he went right back to the number two at Houston. And did that season they won the the championship? I think so. Maybe it was the year before. Hmm. I'm just trying to get some semblance of what success this guy's ever been a part of. Yeah, the Houston Rockets have been awesome for many years, and they and here's what you're going to like about them. No, you're not. You're going to hate it. You hate everything about them, I'm sure. Uh, they they have been awesome for years, and they never tanked. Just have always hmm. been pretty solid. They're like one of the only teams. I'm was not like, against tanking. I've never been against tanking. All right. That's well, not, they, they, they've been doing it right. They're like a 50-win team every year, and they just can't get past the Warriors like everybody else. They're the best hmm. competition the Warriors have had besides LeBron's Cavs. Okay. So it's good. Yeah. They actually make the playoffs, so well, that's good. You you just really, really want him to be good. Yes. He's You don't know that. I mean you don't have he's you're trying to convince yourself that he's a good hire. You just really want him to be a good hire. That's those are two different things, which is fine. I mean it's being a fan, you don't have to have reason. You don't have to have it doesn't all have to make sense. Yeah, I would say he's a he's as good of hire on paper as you could expect for how much of a disaster the organization is. Fair. That's a fair. That's a good way of putting it. I like that, Brandon. Yeah. Okay, let's move well on. Done. Should we move on? Um, sure. I need some help. If one of you could put, could please um, help me understand uh, the local insanity about St. Thomas leaving the Mayak. I. I, barking up the wrong uh, tree yeah. here. I don't. Uh, I don't neither know. Of my pa- I just neither of my parents went to college, and I went to St. Cloud State. So that's what I've got on the Mayak. So <laughs> nobody in the family went to college. God damn it! God damn it! Oh, God damn it. fucking a! God, God damn it! Damn it! It was so quick. That was so fucking a. That was just like just lethal. That was a change up at Garver. Just put it From in the, the fucking nice seats. I'm the nice guy. Oh my god! Oh, That's why it's Garver. I didn't see it coming. I, Stu you know, was, was halfway through the sentence, and John already had that had thing that coming thing out. Lined up. God, he had, oh my! I should. Uh, I, god, I, he I, has a family, John. I may have to resign my position. This is. I. I how do you recover from that? <laughs> yeah. There's a show up in the morning, and there's a bronze fucking 18 foot statue of Marthaler in front of Surly <laughs> brewing just right in the plaza <laughs> just, he's on a horse uh, like why you don't even ride a horse why are you on a horse I don't just even big giant God. statue the, the unanswered question there is what Dave would have said because it would have been meaner that's <laughs> oh my god that's, that was great John god damn it <sighs> wow hell yes okay I'm done here so my work is yeah. done here John retires Okay, so do you have to be affiliated with one of these schools to give a shit? I think. Hmm. I think so. I I I don't. Uh, are Outside there looking that didn't in, it feels go to like, any of these schools that care. Like, hmm. yeah, teams change divisions at times. There's lots of different reasons for it. Oh well. It's it seems fairly clear that St. Thomas doesn't particularly want to be in the Mayak. It hasn't it hasn't been like for the last month St. Thomas has been begging to stay in the Mayak the whole time. 
it, it uh, I I, I assume they probably want out. They probably John, I guess I think our confusion around the issue is that the teams and the org what is this a, a league organization whatever it is that's pushing this haven't done a good job or done any work at all to explain why they want St. Thomas out. Mm-hmm. And St. Thomas hasn't really done a whole lot to explain why they should remain. Like everybody just lobs this is bullshit, you know, this is bullshit. This is crap. Okay, why is it crap? And on the other flip side of that, Mayak, why do you want them gone? Well, somebody explain to me what the hell's going on. Like, what? Give me some concrete reasons of who I should root for here. Because otherwise, ultimately, you're not going to make me care. I, right. I'm, I'm just not. But for those of us who don't have a dog in the fight, who who should we be rooting for here? I can't tell. <laughs> I don't know. Nobody is talking. It's all this back room, and everybody's speculating about. St. Thomas's recruiting and scholarships that aren't really scholarships, and they've outgrown the Mayak. And I mean, the first two I things of those just describe Division Three sports. I guess I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so it's not just me that's confused. Man, just dominated my timeline. I might be hanging out with too many Division Three Mayak folks. We'll give a shit, but I, boy, I was just like flabbergasted. I'll tell you, flabbergasted. I, the, I just I, don't get it, Brent. Look, here's here's what I drove through. I drive through Carlton a lot. Carl, the Carlton College campus. I drove through it yeah. about an hour ago. Now, would you have to when you're a professor at Saint Olaf? Right on your way home. <sighs> these kids at these schools, John, uh, Brandon and John and, and Stu, they're just they're out in. On this soccer field, the one guy is dressed like uh, Silent. Is it Silent Bob? Not Silent Bob. What's the Jay? The mall rats guy. Silent Bob. Jay Jay and Silent Bob. Yep. Jay and Silent Bob. They're both dressed like Silent Jay, playing frisbee (laughs) out on the soccer field. Like with a trench coat. It's cool. I don't get that. Fuck. Everybody's different. It takes all kinds for this world to go around. But they're just. I don't know. That's not that's not me, you know. So I, and this school that plays football, and I don't think anybody gives a shit about it. And just so I'm supposed to care? Yeah, I, I mean, I can't care. St. Thomas dominated the Quidditch league this year. Things happen, I guess. <laughs> you gotta go. It's not for me. <laughs> gotta go. I just don't. It's there's just a bunch of weirdos. I do have. I do have two thoughts for you, Brandon. Neither of them specifically related to the Mayak, but mostly. Related to leaving the conference. Well, Number one, with- I think that St. Thomas should join the Lake Conference with Eden Prairie and Wyzetta. Love it. <laughs> Number two, is there a way we can spin this to kick Rutgers and Maryland out of the Big Ten? Oh, mm. boy. See, that's, mm. that mattered more to me. That seemed big. Right. John, as long as we're dreaming big, Here we go. Fuck, be Ru- fuck, fuck Rutgers and Maryland. Let's kick Iowa and Wisconsin out of the Great big idea. Fuck it. Great idea. That's, New conference. St. Thomas, big. Iowa, and Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> they play each other just round robin. Yep. They barnstorm and they play like other prison teams. 
just around the <laughs> yep. country. One week you play one team, just the next of, week you play the other team. Then the next week you play the other team. Baseball teams, just that's it. I love it. Oh boy, good. Well, that, I'm glad that's not just me. It's, it sounds like our our sport of consensus is uh, shrug emoji. Yep. Okay. And there's a lot of listeners of our listeners that do care and went to my ex schools, and I love each of you with your mostly Wade dusters mostly Wade. and playing frisbee. In it's cool. It's great. It's probably not as simple as they think it is in either direction. The other side is probably not as evil as they think they are, and it's probably all going to end up being okay. I think it'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, I want to hear a quick hit about the NHL playoffs. Chicken, where are we at? And who are we cheering for? Oh, shit. So Boston or St. Louis? You got to pull for St. Louis, I guess, just because you can't pull for Boston. They haven't been in the Stanley Cup um, for, what, 50 years? Uh, it's been a they haven't time. been in the yeah, Stanley Cup a long since, time. They haven't been in there since 1970, and that didn't really count. the The Blues made the Stanley Cup Finals 68, 69, and 70, but that was when the NHL, in its infinite wisdom, decided it was going to double the size of the league, but put all six expansion teams in the Western Conference. So somebody had to win the Western mm-hmm. Conference and go to the Stanley Cup playoffs, but. Mm-hmm. It, they got stomped every all three years they were in the in the finals. So since then they haven't made it. Wow, they were good for a while, weren't they? they yeah, had, they made the playoffs twenty five years in a row without, and I think they got out of the second like round Brett twice. Hall and, and, yeah, they had some guys. They had the great one, yeah, a couple of years. Well, that, the very very twilight, like the very yeah, just could see the sun setting over the Jerry horizon. Jerry Rice on the mm-hmm. Seattle Seahawks. Still had yeah, that uh, feathery hair and the Jofa helmet. Oh, yeah. Of course. Very Great. sexy. Okay, so we're going to cheer um, for the St. Louis Blues. I think I kind the, of... the other thing that's good about cheering for the Blues is their continued success makes Mike Yo look stupider and stupider because oh, they true. fired him that's halfway true. through the year and they were in the last place in the division. And since then, they've been about the best team in hockey. And, oh, that's fun. I like that. And their coaches. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? I just, they, how often does a team fire? It just doesn't happen a ton. It does in hockey, I guess, more than any <laughs> other sport. So maybe I'm arguing against myself already. Uh, but anyways, go ahead. Coach, his name is like Craig Berube. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So he's basically mm-hmm. like a philosophy professor at you know, Morehouse or something. He's just, uh, kind of looks like he could be too. He's, he's a kind of a, just like a, he looks like a sitcom dad. So it's just, I am unassuming. Were the uh, Bruins or blues any good at all this year? Cause I know everyone good lost in the playoffs in the first round. Were they at least decent in the regular season? Well, like John mentioned, they, St. Louis started very slow, slow enough that they fired their head coach. And then have been rebounding since. Okay. And Boston's probably so, okay. And depends the, on how you look at it. The Bruins are good. Okay. Boston's good. Boston's a very good team. Uh, they're just they're the worst. full of just peckerwoods. And it's Boston. I mean, oh, Jesus. Boston. Finally something good happens to Boston. Ah. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah it's, God, it's just What ridiculous. a drought for them. <sighs> but uh, 
<sighs> Terrence Sanko, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, am I going to root for some fucking commie? No. Shit. Really? That's what you got me? There's there's a huge gulf between rooting for and rooting against. You can root against a lot of people without mm. rooting. You can you can you can root against Boston winning without rooting for that's St. Fair. Louis to win. Okay. St. Louis has that rookie goalie Bennington. I think that's kind of a cool story. Yeah. This kid, nobody really expected he's step stepping in. That's kind of a cool story. St. Louis has the greatest throwback unis too that they wear during a regular season. That shade of blue for their throwbacks. It's just gorgeous. And then they scrap heap it and go with their regular homes that are the ugliest goddamn things. Uh, fuck, they're just miserable. And they just drive me crazy. And then there's like this little shade of red that they throw in mm. to their uniform that's just, it doesn't belong. It comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Why, why is it there? Distracting. Make any sense. Useless. That was just piece of shit uniforms. It's just going from so beautiful to so horrible. That that makes me angry. And that was maybe the best oh. sixty seconds of content the podcast has ever recorded. I could agree more strongly. Have you ever been angrier, Chicken? Never been angrier than I am right now. Never once. This is it. <laughs> Man, you're really raging out. Okay. That's good. Stu, do you have any thoughts on the NBA playoffs? Um, Warriors will probably win. Yeah, <laughs> you haven't watched a second I, of it. I've, that's no, I, I've, that's... I've, no, I've actually watched it. It's just there's, it's a you know, the Bucks might be fun. There might be a chance if they get past Toronto that they'll take them to five, maybe even six games. But I don't see it going any farther than that. Especially if Durant comes back. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's very funny to me that. Kevin Durant is a, I don't know, he's made hundreds of millions of dollars in his career and he spends his free time talking shit to people online, just like we do. Yeah. Except he's a multimillionaire. It's insane to me. Like, dude, come on. Get off. Go log off, buddy. He won't. He refuses to log off, and I think it's adorable. <laughs> it's his quirk. Yeah, there's just, there's just yelling at people with seven followers that are trolling him on Instagram. Yeah. I mean, I, but the, he has some bad po- aspects too. But that, that's that's not one of them. Um, if if yeah, <laughs> if if, uh, if if Giannis you know gets to the finals, it'd be nice to see him in front of like a bigger audience, just because the Bucks are the Bucks. But man, I it's hard to get too enthused about this. It's just Warriors are great; they're going to win another title. That's that's it. Yep. Another goddamn playoffs ruined by the Warriors. Those bastards. It's a little more fun without Durant, but... Anyway. Okay. Um, do we want to... Oh, anything else? Not for basketball. I got nothing. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, Stu, did you want to talk Vikings, or do we want to push that to next week? I am you're, putty you're... in your hands, sir. Um, I just want to read one tweet. Um, our guy Arif Hassan was at OTA. It's OTA week, guys. This is when this is when championships it's OTAs. are won. This this is when the rubber yeah. meets the road. This is when the hands are in the grass. Um, we like to eat tape during this to see what's going to happen. And yeah. by eat tape, we mean read Twitter feeds read, from other read, folks read. who actually pay attention and yeah. see if we know what that means. Yeah, uh, he was uh, cousins had a, a press conference uh, or a media availability after uh, the. 
practice today. I'm just going to read one sentence from Marie's feed here. This is a quote from Kirk Cousins. I love that Kevin Stefanski has been around Brad Childress, Pat Shermer, and Norv Turner. Anyway, that's all I had. Oh, boy. Oh, how do we unpack that We've one? been on for an hour and a five minutes. Unpack is the perfect word. I don't know where to start. What do you... Is he... Do you think he's that, trolling us? How... Maybe the dumbest thing well, I've ever heard. I just want where, to back up. I think he might be trolling us. He knows about us. He has to. I'm so glad. Did, wait, did he say he likes or doesn't like? Yeah, was that? Do it. I mean, Th- that's important. Is it? Did he say I like that these that he's been around? No, he, he didn't say days? like. He said love. Or, oh no! Oh I my! Misheard you. Wait, oh no! I, yeah, but but was he being sarcastic? Oh, no. oh okay. What was his I tone of voice? Mm-hmm. Here's the full quote. I love that Kim Stefanski has been around Brad Childress, Pat Shermer, and Norv Turner. He's really seen some of the John he's really seen some of the best offensive minds of the last two decades. Oh, that really helps him. No, this I sounds don't look, that really this sounds sarcastic. <laughs> that really helps him pick and pull from that to create the 2019 Vikings offense. Oh, and I'm gonna be sick. and then of the things did that, he follow uh, that up with like a, this is fine GIF or something like that? <laughs> was he doing the jerk off motion, double hands the whole he time? Doesn't uh, do that. That's the the Kirk Cousins doesn't strike me as the most the, uh, sarcastic no, guy. No, he seems to be very <laughs> gen- he seems to be very genuine about the things that he believes, and that's that's he's very great. earnest. But um, yeah, the uh, the uh, the uh, GIF responses to the tweet. There's the. Uh, uh, Team America throwing up scene. There's uh, uh-huh. Barney Stinson blowing his brains out. Uh, there's uh-huh. somebody eating popcorn. There's Snoopy reading a book and laughing. There's Malph and Firefly uh, being confused. So the uh, the response was uh, not enthusiastic by Vikings fans. Wow. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah, I can't see him being... Oh, I love that he's been around these guys. That's really great. Like he's not going to be that tone. He's actually excited that Kevin Stefanski knows Norv Turner. Boy. Studied Fuck under me. the tutelage of the great. Why Norv did Turner. we talk? I, Brandon was the Vikings th- part your idea to start talking Vikings. Yeah, I wanted we were, to end on a really sour note. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> well, as I was saying, I've had I've been rock hard for days on end. Because of the good news, <laughs> so I needed to something to help calm me down a little bit. Oh, it was a good piece of information. Yeah. God damn it! Yeah. It's good to but know. Nobody, Just, nobody yeah. got hurt of the practice today, so that that's good. Okay, all right. I, guess that's I, I, I just want to say that if he was being sarcastic, he absolutely buried Kevin Stefanski, and there's no coming back for Kevin Stefanski. <laughs> <laughs> if it was, sarcastic, it was your level was, of stew. Yeah. yeah. Stu, the St. Cloud State Stu joke. and Kevin Stefanski <laughs> would just be buried next to each other. <laughs> Here lies Stu. Here lies Kevin. Both burned the same day. Um, <laughs> it, it, you couldn't possibly burn Stefanski more than that actual sentence. Right. That's no. That's the best no possible way to own him is that particular note. 
It's incredible. There's no coming back from this earnest compliment that Kirk Cousins tried to pay Kevin Stefanski. I just picture the reporters with their little stenographer, you know, with their little tape recorders up and phones up to his mouth and, like, looking at each other after he says it, like... Just imagine the PR guy waving his hands (laughs) in the background. This is over. What did I, what did I Rattling say? pots and pans. <laughs> Banging pots and pans together. Yeah, bang, bang. Trying to go to every single reporter afterwards and ask him what it'll take to delete that date. <laughs> Throw their phones into their toilet. Someone has what an eight by glass of Vasante Shanko's dong to pass out to people. Remember <laughs> this? Remember this, guys? Oh, oh no. It's not good. <sighs> well, this is a really good way for us to stay updated on the Vikings OTAs. So please keep yep. some of those one that you can share. Week. One tweet per week. I do week like that, that idea. We'll, we'll analyze a tweet and decide whether or not that's good or bad news for the 2019 Vikings. So far, I think I speak for all of us when I say 0-16. Oh, yes. God, he's just... How, long, how much longer is he going to be in our lives? One more year? One. Okay. Wait. No. One. Two. No. Two. Yeah, signed a three-year contract, and he's played one season, so two more. Two more seasons. Oh, man. Just get Teddy back, and let's just start over, please. I. He's just sitting down there. 61, Highway 61 goes all the way. Yep. New Orleans to here. Well, on that note, I think we should all go to bed angry. Uh, one more, uh, one more. Th- I've got one more thing. Sorry. Um, oh yeah. Um, yes, please. Um, Borat voice. My wife wants to know if we'd like to do a live show at her uh, workplace. Of course. Okay. Yes. It's in downtown St. Paul, so it's Chicken Fingers does not have a conscientious objector status to that city. So. Hmm. Intrigue. I would already said no, but now I'm back. Okay. To maybe. maybe, yeah, it's on. Uh, yeah, maybe, yeah, it's on Selby by uh, the Happy Gnome. So she just wants to know if we, okay. ever, if we ever want her to do a live. Do we know that? Like that three block stretch is the greatest stretch in it's a, the entire Twin it, Cities it, area. It's, is this? A, I'm hope this is a bar, not just like an office, like just an office with cubicles no, and stuff. That we're just going to be sitting in there because that'd be kind of weird. Have cubicles. It's an. It is my wife's office, but they have a bar, so. Oh, and they did just, and they hmm. um, recently hired a Lindsay Gensel as their marketing director, so we could probably pull Lindsay in for some, you know, all our stuff. old friends. Wow, all of them in one place in us in a city block that John loves. It's all coming mm-hmm. together. So, shoot. I know. So this is just west of the Capitol. Yeah, that part of yep. St. Paul. Yeah. Mm, I like coming that up part. It would be a uh, two blocks east of Selbydale. Oh, so. I could find that. Huh. Maybe, yeah. So, anyway, she has pitched it to me, and since that's it's definitely a green room conversation, if, but we don't really care. Sure. So, yeah. Anything that happens after no. the one hour ten minute mark of this podcast <laughs> is for Wade. It's for Wade. All bets are only for Wade. We could give out our prison rules. We could give out our home addresses and social security <laughs> numbers at this point. <laughs> Hey, guys, my credit card hasn't been working. You guys try this on your end. Yeah. Here's my number. <laughs> even I'll read out all the numbers. Even the times. dark web is fucking out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, nah. 
Uh, I could not sit through it. I knew they were going to do their credit cards. I still could not sit through that Maya no, conversation. They were talking guy about Division Kazakhstan. athletics. I, I don't yeah. give a shit. It was so stupid. Oh, boy. All right. Well, let's get that move in uh, soon. That sounds very fun. Okay. And let's press stop on this, uh, this right. episode. Very fun. All I'm right. so glad the gang is back together. Let's it, do this again. Soon. It was nice. Real nice. Okay. And goodbye. Sorry, Jorge Polanco. <laughs> when you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.